How do you do? When a child has to suddenly pick up and leave their familiar surroundings of family and friends and community, it can be a very difficult transition. That is the case of the girl in our story. We will learn how a young life was instantly shattered and repurposed all at the same time. As we listen to the true life story, which we will call Through the Fire. It was the winter of 1975. I was 10 and I was at a sleepover with my friend who lived down the street from our house. So in the middle of the night, I was startled by the sound of my big brother. I could hear his voice and and in the way that he was speaking, I don't know what it was, but I knew there was something wrong. This was the middle of the night. Why would he be in there talking with the girl who lived there? So I immediately got up and walked towards his voice. I don't know what I saw in him, but I went to the window immediately to investigate. There were people standing on the ground outside of our house. There was fire trucks out there. It was just a chaos. And so I looked and much to my horror, I could see a fireman's ladder going up to the third floor. There was a fire and they were bringing out two gray bags down this ladder, which were the bodies of my brothers, one younger and one older. I knew immediately that they were gone. I remember screaming to the top of my lungs as I dove on the bed in horror. And it felt like everything from there went silent. Their caskets were closed at the funeral. My mother supplied the church with pictures of them, which sat on top of each casket. Boy, was I confused about that. I had so many questions, but what would I say? How would I ask them? What happened? At 10, you don't always have the words to formulate, to ask questions. I just couldn't understand none of it. Nothing made sense. Everybody was there. It was a sad day. But the next thing I knew, we were living with my grandfather in a whole different place. Everything was different. We were no longer living in the city anymore. We were living in the country. My two sisters, I learned later, had to jump from the fire, from the second floor. Second floor. I did not know that until much later. It was so chaotic and nobody was really talking about the details of the fire. It was pretty much silence. It was four of us to a queen-size bed for a whole year. I no longer had my friends on my block. I had new school. These children did not look like me. There were kids in my school 
that were white, a whole lot of them, which was so different from where I came from in the inner city. I was now catching a bus to school. I was in fifth grade. I had a whole new home, whole new community, whole new school. I was no longer seeing my friends anymore. My mother eventually found another house and we moved to a different part of the city. I will never forget the first day of school. I stood with kids that I didn't know and I had on a blue and white checkered dress with shoes and stockings. And I was waiting for this school bus and it was near a dry cleaners. And this dry cleaners looked like it had been there for 100 years. It seemed so old, but we stood there on the corner and waited for the school bus. Although we had this terrible tragedy that happened a year before, this was a new beginning in my life. And I could sense this was going to be something different. Everything was different about this school. Like for instance, the lunchroom. I was now bringing lunch money to school. I had never done that before. 45 cents, please. I held those coins in my hand so long that I had an imprint left in my palm. I just didn't want to lose this money. I wasn't sure how it was going to be in this new school. If I lost the money, would I be able to eat lunch? There were no neatly folded boxes, cold sandwiches lying around. It was hot food. I remember there was hot food for lunch. There was Ville Parmesan. I've never seen a school that had delicious hot food and a good humor cart. Wow, I had only seen things like that from a the ice cream truck that came around in our old neighborhood. But there was one right there in the school, a good humor cart. I was just flabbergasted at this this new school. It was so exciting. Would you believe that we had tadpoles on our desk the whole school year? I could not believe it. This was so amazing to me as a kid. I realize now at 56 that this was all culture shock for me. I did not have the words to articulate that back then, but it was culture shock. And I think that this culture shock was something that would eventually serve me very well. I needed to learn about different cultures, learn to be around people who didn't look like me, because that is 
necessary in this world that we live in. I was very insulated where we used to live, which I didn't think was a problem. But my circumstances changed everything. The reason I say that is because I did eventually uh, go to college and stay on campus. And my roommate was white. And had I not gone through that experience in fifth grade, I don't know if I would have adjusted well. I adjusted very well. I had not one problem whatsoever. Um, it is, it's weird to say it, but I felt like that experience that I had in fifth grade was something that I would need. And I wasn't the only one who went through culture shock. My older sister went through it as well when she had to switch to her school. So we both experienced it on different levels. She was just a few years older. And so now I'm relating that experience to my life now. And I can see that, you know, the scriptures say that all things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. I don't want to think that the tragedy that we faced fell into that category, but in the end, something was different. My life was different. I had a whole new outlook on the world, people, different cultures. The Lord has comforted my heart over the years concerning the loss of my brothers. And he has comforted me and he has reminded me that I will see them again. I will see them in heaven. That brought me peace. It brought me a level of peace that I hadn't known as a child. I say all that to say uh, that everything that happens in our lives is for a reason. And I, it took me 40 years to, to accept that. With the help of counselors and loved ones and the Lord, um, I was able to walk through this valley, walk through it with the Lord. He is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6 says that. And he has given me peace in my heart that I don't have to carry the burden of their of losing them anymore i gave it to him and so now i share this story just to remind someone who may have gone through a similar thing with the lord's help we can and you can find joy as you live your life out we don't have to live in sorrow all our life if you give the the pain to the lord he makes all the difference. He really does. And one interesting thing I will say, uh, when I was in college, we had an assignment which required all the students to put their names on a piece of paper and tape them to a chair. And as I sat in the classroom, there was a girl who remembered me from fifth grade. I couldn't believe it. She saw my name and she remembered. And then we connected. We weren't 
best of friends, but it was just interesting to me that she remembered me from fifth grade and we were in the same college together. I don't know what the purpose of that was, but it was just interesting to me how all those years later, I was able to reconnect with one of my um, elementary school friends. So closing now, I say all that to say, be encouraged if you have gone through a trauma like me that with the Lord's help, you can get over it. You can go through it. Your life is not going to be over. Just trust in the Lord and he will make a way for you. God bless.